Hey friends, welcome to episode 144 of the Fierce Calling Podcast. I'm your host, Dara Swift. Thank you so much for joining me today. Are you on a journey to find true health? Well, I sure am. And what if we could be fueled into transformation and find the place where grace meets health? Well, today we're talking about vision-driven choices for grace-fueled health, and you won't want to miss this conversation. My guest this week is Robin Ryan McDonald, who's passionate about helping people find balance, get healthy, and create sustainable, healthy lifestyles. Through her own health journey, she discovered why so many are unable to find true health and maintain a healthy lifestyle, because they're missing a very important component, a very important piece to the puzzle, or should we say a very important person, which is God. And we're going to talk about that today. And so stay tuned while I welcome Robin Ryan McDonald. And friend, I hope that you will also stay tuned to listen more about the Bible study that's coming out in June. Surrender the Joy Stealers, Rediscover the Jesus Joy in You that I have written, and it's being published in June. And, you know, sometimes Joy Stealers can be the issues that we have with our health. So I think it all intertwines. And I know that what Robin shares is going to encourage, inspire, and challenge you. So listen in while I have a chat with Robin Ryan McDonald. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually with podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff. You can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com or the Access More app. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. Welcome back. I'm excited to invite my guest on the show today, and you're going to love listening to her story and hearing all she has to share. Robin Ryan McDonald is a faith-based holistic health coach, and she's also a proud mom and a wife with a passion for supporting and empowering Jesus-loving women to gain true health while losing weight through her sustainable grace-based process, which shouldn't all our processes be grace-based. I love that. She loves to help women (laughs) ditch chronic dieting and disease for holistic health and wellness, and she mixes her seminary background with her study of integrative nutrition to help women develop the energy and vitality to live out their unique God-given calling. Wow, I love that so much. Welcome to the show, Robin. Thank you, Doris. I'm so excited to be here. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Yeah, I am looking forward to what you have to share. I know you were on one of my friend's podcasts, Altered Stories, with Michelle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's great. And so uh, I would just love if you could share with our listeners today a little bit about your story and how you're taking action or your passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Yes. And one of the reasons why I was so excited to be on your show, Doris, is I love that 
passion, compassion, the way those things line up. And I just couldn't, I couldn't feel more strongly about the importance of having the, having clarity on that for ourselves. And then also just being able to depend on God in those different ways. And so for me, I, and those, and those adjectives, I feel like are so funny. I'm like, I am like so passionate about this <laughs> and I do feel called this and it does feel fierce. Like, it's just like, <laughs> ah, um, so for me, I, so I am, as, as you read the, uh, the bio there, I am an integrative nutrition coach, but I do, I'm so passionate about seeing the bodies that comprise the body of Christ healthy and well, that's, that's my big thing. And I came into that unintentionally. I, so I was in seminary and at that time, my grandparents were starting to experience all the different chronic diseases. And I just, they're such precious people. I love them so much. And it was so hard to see them honestly just kind of decline over the years, whether some of them had dementia, uh, diabetes, heart disease, like it was like all the things across the board. And I remember thinking, you know, gosh, it's so un like unfortunate this is happening. And I started asking some more questions like, why does that happen? Or how does that, you know, come into play? And I learned all, almost all of their diseases were lifestyle induced. Mm. And so I'm like, well, wait a second. If I could just find a time machine, go back in time and tell them, you know, Hey, wait, like, let's make a couple of tweaks and changes here on, you know, what you're doing with your lifestyle, then they wouldn't have to suffer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was challenging to see as well, because these are precious Jesus loving people. And I hated seeing them suffer. And so I just thought, man, here I am in seminary learning how to exegete the Bible and learning about theology and how to best, you know, equip the body of Christ. And I can see I was not in the best state of health at that point in my life. I was, you know, barely able to keep my eyes open because I wasn't sleeping because I was doing so much homework and working multiple jobs and dependent on coffee and, mm -hmm. you know, eating all the donuts and, you know, whatever. And so I was not in a good place myself. I'm looking at my peers. They're also not in a healthy place. And I'm seeing professors, pastors in my denomination who are having also these huge chronic disease issues. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, well, wait a second, if we're called, we have these callings, we have these passion, we want to go out and do the things, but we're like, we're actually physically incapable of doing that because our bodies are unwell. Mm -hmm. That defeats, that defeats the purpose. I mean, what then? And I have just come to realize that there is a huge disconnect in the church where we think that physical well-being is somehow this other separate thing. It's not really a spiritual thing. It's not real. It's kind of like a back burner, like, or maybe some people think it's a, a vanity thing, mm -hmm. but the reality is if we do not have health and vitality, we will be hindered in doing what God has called us to do. Yeah. Amen to that. I love how you were talking about oftentimes the illnesses and diseases that we see are lifestyle induced. It's so mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't mm -hmm. watch the things we eat. We don't exercise enough. We, mm -hmm. you know, if we could change some different things in our lives, it could really impact our future health or even our immediate health mm -hmm. right now. So I love that you do that. Right. And it, it is a great reminder too, that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit and our body yeah. needs to be healthy to be healthy. We need healthy disciples. And that's just something that I'm really passionate about too. Healthy disciples, which is like 
full on like whole healthy disciples, the whole package. And so I love that you're doing this because there is also so much burnout in ministry. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just mm-hmm. thankful. Um, well, at our church, our, our board of elders, our governing board, they, they voted that, you know, our staff needs, the pastoral staff needs sabbatical, you know, at least every five years. Mm-hmm. So Amen. our pastor is actually on sabbatical right now. So I think that's amazing. But tell us more about then how you transitioned into this, because obviously God was opening your eyes to see these things. And right. like this light bulb was coming on, right? Yes. So I, so yes, the light, the light bulb comes on. I'm like, well, wait a second. This is, this is not okay. Mm-hmm. And I was experiencing my own health issues. I grew up eating terribly. I hated vegetables. I was a child of the nineties. If it wasn't shake and baked hamburger helper, craft mm-hmm. Mac and cheese, like if it wasn't something of that nature, I was like, ew, gross. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up that way. However, I'm very tall I'm six feet tall. And so I was tall enough and active enough that I was never super heavy. However, my sophomore year of undergrad, I ended up getting terrible full face acne. Mm -hmm. And I came to find that that was actually a result of consuming so much. It was, it was basically a compounding effect of all the toxins, all the unhealthy foods that I'd been consuming my whole life that kind of just came out then, which was horrible for me. Cause of course, when you're in college, you're trying to find your husband. And I was like, no. And I thought I totally escaped that because I didn't have acne in middle school or high school. Uh-huh. But here I am, you know, 19, 20 years old. And I'm just like, like no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Lord will use whatever he needs to to get your attention. Um, Absolutely. And so, Even acne. Yes. <laughs> yes. He will use the vanity to get us to the deeper meaning of things. Right? right. And so I did. I was really embarrassed. And I was so sad that you know, I, I didn't want to talk to people and I couldn't cover it up with makeup. You know, when you try to cover something up, it's like, you can tell there's something there and they just tried to cover it up. Like the whole thing, there was no hiding it. And, uh, I also did, you know, put on the freshman 15, I gained weight. And so I, and as I'm having this aha, I'm having this, you know, my own journey with this, I just ended up learning that I actually had to change what I was eating in order to heal myself. And I did, I started to just eat more whole foods. I started to drink more water and I was already active. And so I kind of had the mentality prior to then of like, oh, I can eat whatever I want. I just have to burn it off and work out enough. Right. But I learned it's what you eat that also has a big impact on true health, which is more than just weight loss. It's the energy you have. It's whether or not you sleep well, whether or not you you know, even your menstrual cycle, like their hormones, there's so many things that come into play that we, as we get older, we're just like, oh, you know, that's just what happens when you get older, but it doesn't have to be that way. And so the, the thing that I began to realize was, oh, what I eat directly impacts all these things. And so I ended up, you know, longer story short, um, I ended up becoming very impassioned with what I was learning in seminary and learning how to pair that with nutrition. Cause I'm like, we have access to the internet. There's, you can Google, how do I lose weight? How do I create healthy habits? Like, but there's so much information out there. It's difficult to know what's right, but it's also difficult. Let's just say you do decide like, no, I know this works. This is it. But I hear this all the time. I know what I need to do. I just need to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't do it or we start something and then we don't maintain it. Mm-hmm. And the big missing piece is Jesus. 
We depend on him to be transformed in every other area of our life, whether that's to be more kind, more patient, more loving. But when it comes to our health, we think it's, I don't even think that people consciously have the thought that it's not about him. We just don't even think to include him. And that's the problem. Wow. That is really an eye opener. And it's something really to think about because you're right. We're unintentionally leaving Jesus out of our physical health. And that is crazy, really, when we think about it, because he's part of everything and he created us, you know, like we're created in his image. And so, you know, I think that is so important. And I love how you were just talking about, you know, thinking about the fact that it doesn't have to do with weight, although when your weight comes off, it helps you be healthier. Mm -hmm. But if that's our focus, we're going to do the yo-yo things. And what is that? I think Lisa Turkhurst has a book that had come out about yes, let's, I'll start again on I'll Monday. start again on Monday. How many times have we said that? That, good. that was pretty genius. <laughs> right? But yeah. We always <laughs> think I'll just eat this today and then I'll start again like tomorrow or, you know, like I'll, I'll do better. Right. Right. Tell us how you help people in this arena to change the way they think about that. We love that you asked that question. And I think beginning to realize how important this is to God. Well, one, how important it is because he's very interested in our well-being, our quality of life, and that we do get to experience the fullness of what he's created us for by getting to live out our calling and purpose. That's going to be the most fulfilling fulfilling and satisfying way to go about life. And so, as you said, he's our creator, the one who literally designed your body to function a certain way. He is very interested and very capable of supporting Mm -hmm. us in that process. And, you know, as followers of Jesus, we look at his life And when you think of Jesus's ministry, what's the first thing you think of? This is the question for you, Doris. Oh, wow. That's a good question. When I think of his ministry, I think of, you know, how he was always wanting to point us to the kingdom of heaven, you know, pointing us to the father Mm -hmm. and his relational interactions with people and, you know, his example Mm -hmm. and his love, unconditional love. Yeah. But he was physically fit. He walked a lot. (laughs) He was, he was, he was a carpenter too, right? But here's the cool thing about that. And I love that you said that he was very relational, very intentional, always pointing to people to the kingdom of God. And the primary way he was doing that was through physical healings. Mm -hmm. You think of all the miraculous physical healings that occurred when we read the gospels, I'm pretty sure it's somewhere around like 38% of the gospel verses are referring to some sort of physical healing. And so you have to think, okay, Jesus had three years of public ministry. And if if physical well-being was not important or if it was like secondary to spiritual well-being, then Jesus was wasting his time. The son of God was wasting his time. However, we all know he wasn't. And so therefore, if we see he was spending significant amount of time healing physical bodies, I think there's something to that. I think it's something for us to consider that, hey, maybe it is something we should consider and it is something we should partner with him on. And it is something that we can actually experience as well. We can experience healing and wellness in our body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that so much. That is, that is so powerful because he did. He did, uh, you know, so many healings and miraculous things like that. And our bodies are important. And he had compassion about those who weren't healthy. He wanted them to walk yes. healthy. So thank you for bringing that up. That's cool. And I, I like something that you said earlier in the show, which was that, 
sometimes people just say, well, it's just, this is what comes with age. Like we just settle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like we settle Mm -hmm. for it and go, okay, well, I guess, you know, I'm going to gain this many pounds when I'm this age or whatever. You know, we're not our really our best selves. Not that we're focusing right. on self, but we need to be healthy selves to do what, like you said, right. what our calling is, right? Totally. Two things. One, I love that you said, you kind of alluded to it, what I think a lot of people struggle with when they do decide to try to prioritize their health is they feel like they're being selfish. Mm-hmm. They feel like they're being self-focused. But actually prioritizing your health is one of the most selfless things you can do. And the reason being, because when you take care of your own well-being, you have the energy and the vitality to do what God has called you to do. I know for myself, if I don't care for my well-being, I'm not getting enough sleep. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting to the gym. I'm not eating well. I'm not hydrated. Lord knows I am so much more short. Mm-hmm. I am not patient with my kids. I am much more inclined to give into the enemy's lies because mm-hmm. I get more easily discouraged. There's just so many spiritual factors and relational factors that are affected when I am not at my physical best, particularly if we're talking about compassion. Lord knows I'm less inclined (laughs) to have compassion when I am in that place because I'm actually being more self-focused because I'm, I'm thinking about Mm. how tired I am. Mm -hmm. I am. I'm thinking about how, you know, how my body uh, doesn't feel good, or I feel uncomfortable in my body, or I, I can't keep my eyes open. Right. And that's all because my physical body is not where it should be. And the other thing that you said of Jesus having compassion, one thing I always want to emphasize because I do get very amped when I'm like, and we have chronic disease in the United States and our food supply is terrible. And I, you know, say all these things and it's lifestyle induced. And then people can sometimes hear that and think, oh, they start feeling really crummy because they're like, man, like I'm eating terribly. And like, or I've, I know I hear you, I'm trying. And, and what I always, again, when we, when we do this with Jesus, Mm -hmm. we have his grace, we have his grace and his grace covers the mistakes, sins, et cetera, whether that's just not, whether you didn't know any better, whether that's, you did know better and you still made those choices, whether that's, you know, you tapped into some gluttony at the end of the day, his grace is sufficient. It covers that. And he's not there with his hands on his hips, like, you know, looking down on you. That's, that's the enemy. When we get so, we get shamed out of wanting to make more, more attempts at being healthy Mm -hmm. and his grace not only covers but it's by his grace that we are fueled into transformation. And so it's so important that we also realize the, the power of his compassion through his grace and what that enables us to do and create with our health. Wow. Yeah, that is a really awesome thing you said that we're fueled into transformation. You know, it's just yeah. it's so it just sounds like a such an action verb kind of thing, you know, because we're not created to be mm-hmm. nouns. We're just sit around and just exist. We're, we're, we're verbs where we, we participate in kingdom work with God. And, and, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. too, a lot of times, cause I'm glad you were talking about that because a lot of times too, we tend to beat ourselves up about things. So reminding us mm-hmm. about the grace, because we, we kind of make it about checking a box like, oh, I did right. this many, 
you know, sit-ups today, or I went to the gym for this amount of time, and, oh, I didn't make it to the gym today. And then all of a sudden, all this guilt starts kind of like right. making us actually distracted. And um, mm-hmm. and then again, it's about ourself kind of thing. So how do you mm-hmm, help mm-hmm. people like change, change this outlook? Like, what do you do? I love that you have the holistic approach. So tell us more about what that means. Yeah, that's so good. And I think one of the biggest things that we have access to, this is a two concepts that I am always drilling into my clients. One, we are vision driven. And two, we are grace fueled. Mm. And being vision driven, like you said, in those moments where we kind of get caught up in the, oh, I want to check the boxes off. And I think I don't, I find so often, I very rarely don't find someone who's this way, but who doesn't like to achieve? Who doesn't like to check off the boxes? Who doesn't like to do well? Mm. We, are usually trying to avoid failure at all costs. And so if, you know, we're going to start something, we like to try and make sure that we can actually do it or, you know, and so, but the reality is, and I tell my clients, it's not a matter of if you're going to fall off track. It's a matter of when, Mm -hmm. because we are imperfect and this process isn't meant to be perfect. It's just meant to be a process that actually moves forward. And that's the problem is we end up falling off track, making a poor choice, skipping the gym. And then we decide, oh, see, this doesn't work or, oh, uh, there's something wrong with me. And we, you know, do the self beat up thing. And the reality is when we are vision driven, we can say we can be committed to the standards. We can be committed to the vision over the perfect schedule or the perfect checklist. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, say your, your intention is to go to the gym three times a week and, you know, you're like, all right, Wednesday morning, I'm going to get it in. And Wednesday morning comes and, the kids, you know, one of the kids were sick or you didn't get to sleep well or something happened and you don't get to do it then. That doesn't mean right then and there that you failed. Mm-hmm. What that means is you get to find another time later on that day or the next day to go to the gym. Yeah. Just shift, pivot, adjust. I can say for myself, uh, a couple of weeks ago, my boys caught a little cold and I was good until the end and I caught a little bit of it myself. And I was up in the middle of the night with them. I have an eight-month-old. And so if he's got little bugs, then I have to, you know, get his little boogers out. And so I'm up in the middle (laughs) of the night. And so I was super tired. And I was also fighting it myself. And I didn't go to the gym for like a week or a week and a half. Mm. Most people would think like, oh, I fell off track. I'm done. As soon as I felt well again, I went back to the gym. That When you have a vision-driven approach, you're not taken out of the game by one missed attempt. You are perpetually on this path of growth and learning how to continue to do it better so that this becomes truly your lifestyle. Mm. Wow. I love that. It's kind of like being faithfully flexible so that you're like, Ooh, I like that. Always willing to, you know, not because we do, we make our plans and then the Lord directs our steps and we never know really if there's going to be a divine Man. appointment that's going to interrupt something that we think we're supposed to do that day when God's like, no, you're going to go over here Mm -hmm. because this person needs to hear some hope today. So, so yeah, I love that. And, you know, you are just amazing with this ministry and just a breath of fresh air, really. And when listeners are listening to you, they're thinking, oh, so I don't have to be so focused or like, task oriented. I mean, it's okay to have lists and schedules Mm -hmm. and and have tasks Mm -hmm. that you get done. But, but when we look at it more from like a, a different perspective, like the bigger picture, then Mm -hmm. we don't have to worry about if we didn't check boxes. So I love that. So yeah, I think this is so cool. And what, what does someone do to get involved in being helped, you know, and getting involved in what you do? And how do you help 
them? What is, what is like some of the programs that they can do with you? Yeah, of course. So my main program, it's called the sustainable health transformation. It's a 16 week course. And the first week is on mindset where we really tackle what are the lies that you've taken on that are, have convinced you that you can't experience the health that you're created for that you're weak willed, that you're lazy, that you'll always X, Y, Z, or you're bound to experience the suffering of your parents. You all are just this way. Those are lies from the enemy. And so we walk the clients through, let's, let's identify those. Let's take hold of what's true. And let's partner with God to really begin to be aware of that and work through those things so that we're living and are having our minds live from a place of truth Mm -hmm. and grace Mm -hmm. over the enemy. Because I really believe it is to the enemy's delight that we would think that our health is not a part of our spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. And so for us to be able to, you know, get, get savvy on all of his ploys, um, it really sets us up. So we start off with mindset and, you know, we walk through a very intentional incremental process of, you know, here's exactly what it looks like to, you know, what, okay, what are your goals? We get clear on what their goals are, what their health history is and, you know, dig into all those things. But the coolest part is with this nutritional advice, with this step-by-step process, we're constantly coming back to what does it look like to take hold of God's grace? What does it look like to be vision driven? How do you make choices in alignment Mm -hmm. with your vision versus choices that are just about what's good or bad or what's restrictive? It's not about good or bad. It's about what is aligned Mm -hmm. with what God is calling me to do and calling me to be. And so that, that 16 week program, we have, you know, we walk you through the workouts, the nutrition, the mindset, there's, you know, the group support, the coaching, it's very comprehensive. But again, the coolest thing is that we are, the end goal is that we're setting you up to shift into not only the health you want, but the identity you're made for and that you actually live into these habits as part of who you are, not just another, like another quick fix, another diet that, that is, not what we are doing in the sustainable health transformation. So that's, that's the main one for people who are like, Ooh, like, you know, that's a big commitment or that's a Mm -hmm. lot. You know, um, I have a couple different resources that could be really supportive. One, both are free. One is the, how to prioritize your health amidst the chaos without any added stress Mm -hmm. masterclass. Ooh, that's good. (laughs) Put it all in the title. Mm-hmm. Um, that one you can find at madewellhealth.com forward slash prioritize. Mm-hmm. And oh, and for the 16 week course, that one's madewellhealth.com forward slash apply or program info. Either one of those will work. But with that said, the prioritizing your health masterclass really walks through this process that we're talking about now in a little more depth. We talk more about what does it look like to have that big picture perspective? Okay. What does that mean for you? Here's some very simple things you can do to start to cook more meals at home. Here's some very simple things you can do to get some movement in your day. And so it walks you step-by-step in that process. And it comes with a super helpful guide with recipes and a whole bunch of stuff when you sign up for that one. The second one that I think for people who are feeling kind of like, okay, Robin, that's so cool. I haven't thought of inviting and including Jesus into my health this way. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I've grasped it. Like how, what's the big how there. (laughs) Um, And so this one is a five day sugar fast devotional. Mm -hmm. And so if you find yourself in a place where you feel like food has control over you Mm -hmm. and you don't know how to bring Jesus in and to partner with him, 
this is this is your thing. And so this is actually something, a labor of love that myself and my team put together. And we really spent a lot of time explaining what is fasting from a physical standpoint? What is fasting from a spiritual standpoint? What does fasting look like when you know, we're partnering with God and, and how can we actually benefit from that? And we've got recipes in there. We've got different kinds of fasts you can choose. And then you've got those five days of devotionals to really help prepare your heart to receive all that God has for you and using that as a launching pad mm. for moving forward. Nice. And that one's at nablehealth.com forward slash sugar fast. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love that because in this way, you're teaching people a different kind of lifestyle induced you know, kind of a process to be healthy. So it's like reversing. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and even so like, if we, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not thinking like it in terms of good or bad, you know, cause we do tend to do that. Right. Oh, I can't right. eat that. That's bad for me. You're, you know, and, which it mm -hmm. might not be healthy for you, but you know, and, and just changing the mindset. So I love that you have a different, like a, a wide array of different types of programs to help people where they, where they mm -hmm. need it. And, um, yeah, that, I, I really like that too, because it's true. The things that we suffer from are often lifestyle induced. And so you're, you're changing that around and, and friends, Robin is calling us to be savvy about this. And so she, she can help. <laughs> She's got resources to do it. And how would they, um, connect with you, uh, Robin, how can they find you? I love when people connect with me, especially after hearing a podcast. You can find me. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. If you look up Robin Ryan, R-H-I-N-E McDonald, I'm the only one. So you'll <laughs> find me pretty easily. Mm -hmm. um, and send me a message. Tell me hi. Like say that you listen to the podcast. If you have any questions, I would love to answer them. Um, but those are the two best places you can find me right now. Great. Well, I'll be sure to put all of those links in the show notes so the listeners can find you and, you know, check out all that you were talking about today. And I, I just love the conversation and how it's around health and also grace, like grace and health Amen. all go together. And so I love it so much. So I appreciate you being on the show today. Thank you so much. It's been so fun. And I know that you've encouraged me a lot and it caused me to really think more intentionally. And I'm sure that you have blessed the listeners as well. And I hope to have you on again sometime. Oh, amen. Thank you so much, Doris. This was such a blessing. I'm so happy I could be on. Awesome. All right, friend. Well, I will, like I said, put everything in the show notes so listeners can find you and we will talk soon, friend. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Doris. I will say from a post standpoint, you do so well. I feel like you led the conversation really well and even to, I get really excited and passionate, you can tell, like can about tell. my thing, <laughs> but I often when it comes to the end of like telling them about my stuff, I'm just like, oh, but, uh. and I feel like you did a really good job of like, hey, like, what are your programs? So I really appreciate that as a guest. I, I'm like, I'm actually going to be starting my own podcast pretty soon. <gasps> good. Awesome. Um, and so I'm very excited. Nice. Um, but I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that when I'm a host. I want to help my guests like that because I just, yeah, that's the first time everybody asks like, oh, how can we, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like you led the specifics really well. Aww. So thank you. Well, that's a blessing. I so appreciate that so much. And yeah, it's just a joy. It's like a natural thing to to have this conversation with you. And and you will need to check out the Spark Media conference that's coming up for Christian podcasters. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's in September. Oh. 
Misty Ooh. Phillip is the founder of Spark Media, and I'm um, I'm part of Spark Media. My podcast is, and so you'll have to check it out. Oh. It's um yeah, it's going to be. I in haven't Houston. heard of any of that. Mm-hmm. It's in September. I will check it out. It'll be great. It's September. the end of September, and it's in Houston, and so yeah, just look for Spark Media and friends. If you're out there and you're you're thinking God is calling you to start a podcast, well. You are not listening by accident. <laughs> so check out Spark Media. So, all right, friend. Well, thank you so much. And you've been such a blessing and a joy. And uh, I look forward to getting this out on the air so our listeners can hear all the things that you have shared today. Sounds so good. I'm excited. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope this episode encouraged you. I love this quote by Robin in the show where she says, the reality is if we do not have health and vitality, we will be hindered in doing what God has called us to do. Isn't that so true? We wanna be healthy disciples. And if we're in poor health, we're not gonna be able to walk in our fierce calling. And you know, sometimes health issues arise, but we also have a responsibility to be good stewards of the bodies that God has given us. So to take care of ourselves and to exercise and eat right, those are very important factors. And oftentimes we can't do these things alone. We do really need God's help with it. And we need to intertwine our faith, grace, and health all together as Robin shared. So friend, This has been a really impactful episode, and I hope it encouraged you to reach out and maybe check out some of the things that Robin has to offer. And also, we talked earlier about the Bible study coming out in June, the one that I have written, which is Surrender the Joy Stealers, Rediscover the Jesus Joy in You. And we're going to be talking more about that as the time draws near for it to launch And I'm excited about that. And I hope you'll join me next time when I talk with another woman who's taking action where her passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Until then, friend, have a blessed week, and I'll talk to you soon.